Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Hey, Boring Business Owners, and welcome to episode 53 of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast. We are diving super deep today into how your boring business can use bots for your marketing. That's right, I said bots, as in robots, as in chatbots, as in what the heck are you talking about, Desiree? Well, we're talking with Amanda Robinson, who is the founder of Social Savvy Society, helping to make businesses life easier for the less digitally savvy. Right up our alley, right, guys? Amanda has a unique skill for breaking down complex digital topics, teaching them to the average user, and getting people inspired about their everyday digital life. She is a go-to resource for deep living in the live streaming video, Facebook ads, messenger marketing chat box, and Google Analytics. Her flair for analyzing marketing data is her superpower for creating effective content and campaigns to maximize your marketing spend. Now, I truly, truly believe that chatbots are going to be the most effective way next to video marketing for marketing going forward. I think that it's going to be a fantastic way for your business to have conversations with your potential and current customers in a whole new and amazing way. But of course, before we dive into this podcast, we are going to head over to Ben and he's going to give you this week's marketing buzzword. Hello, boring business owners. Ben Roberts here from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast, here to help you dissect another buzzword. Now, today's buzzword, we're going to look at something called gamification. Now, essentially, gamification looks at creating games for either your internal employees or your external customers in order to increase engagement and increase retention, i.e. creating competitions, uh, prizes, puzzles, that sort of thing that helps people either use your software, your service more often, come back, use your buy more of your products. One of the most amazing examples we see of this is, for example, McDonald's with their Monopoly stickers. You people keep going back to McDonald's because they want to get their next Monopoly prize. This is gamification in its simplest form, and people are also doing it online in amazing forms. There's a company out there called Puzzle, for example, which creates puzzles. There's all sorts of things we've seen with um, my previous insurance company. We did a game where people just waited, played games while they were waiting for their insurance. It makes things a bit more interesting for people, and we found there was increased retention as a result of it. That's what gamification is. It doesn't have to be massive games it doesn't have to be so it can be something really simple and small either way you want to find a way to use games in order to keep your customers coming back and encourage your employees to want to do more for the business thank you very much we'll be back next week with another buzzword dissect Thank you so much, Ben. As always, you rock. All right, Amanda, let's crush this podcast and teach these boring business owners all that magic that Chatbox have to offer. Welcome to the show, Amanda. I am so excited for us to nerd out today about bots. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's just like dive into this. So tell us about your business and like why you are like the person for us to talk to about the bot life. 
All right. So I'm one of the people there. There are a couple of people that are on the scene right now that are insanely talented when it comes to bot building. And I love them all. So uh, I run socialsavvysociety.com, helping make business life easier for the less digitally savvy. And my playground is mostly into Facebook advertising, chatbot building and Google analytics. So awesome. So what is a bot? Like, are, is the matrix overlord finally coming for us? Like, can you break this down for us and like what it has to do with online marketing? All right. So let's talk about bots. Bots are the, uh, that's kind of the marketing language that we're using for it. But for those of you that are not as familiar with what bots are, think of it like this. It's Facebook messenger marketing. So we don't like to compare it to email marketing where, you know, you send out an email broadcast, it lands in an inbox and only a certain amount of people actually open that email. It's kind of like messenger marketing in the sense where you send out a broadcast message through Facebook Messenger. I, I focus mostly on Facebook bots, but there are many other types of messenger bots. Uh, but it's sending out a broadcast message. You can deliver any type of content through that, whether it's video content, links to links to your website, blog posts. Uh, you can send images, carousel images. You can send all sorts of really fun things through bots. You can make them really fun. You can make them interactive. You can have games. But I think keeping it as simple as possible, they're really, really beneficial to your business in offering a higher level of customer support where you can host, say, FAQs if people want to know your store hours, if people want to know the best way to get a hold of you or contact you or open a conversation. It is an incredibly, incredibly useful tool when it comes to connecting with your customers and connecting with your audience and really leveraging the power of current technology with your business. So rather than growing your email list, the new thing is growing your subscriber list with your messenger chatbot and connecting with that audience in a way that, in a native language, in a way that they prefer to communicate with you. So they're very useful. It sounds like it. So we're talking about bots specifically in regards to Facebook, right? That's right. Yes. Because yeah, I know there's lots of bots for different kinds of things, like those automated messages, like our robot's going to answer your questions as best you can, because it's like, there's so many of the same things that get asked over and over again. But I'm guessing for Facebook that we're really talking about how to have one-on-one -on -one communications with people where they spend most of their time anyway. Well, and think about it this way, from a chatbot perspective, um, things like your, your Google Home or your Amazon Alexa, those are chatbots. Those are essentially a conversational matrix of information where you ask a question or you give a command and it goes into its little Rolodex and goes, oh, you want this? Okay. Do you want this or that? And you, you just voice command everything back and forth. So rather than voice commands like uh, Google Home or Amazon Alexa, your Facebook Messenger chatbot is the same idea where it's sort of self-serve content that people can access, interact and engage with, get information and value back out of, but you get to design it and you get to build it and you get to make it as accessible as you want for people. Awesome. Okay, so how can we use a bot to help our boring businesses? <laughs> a bot is very useful for, like I said, delivering content or answering FAQs, frequently asked questions. It's a great opportunity for you to be able to house information that people are already searching for and looking for anyway, including your own contact information. And so if you're, say you are a business, a brick and mortar business, and, or say you're a hairstylist and people book appointments with you or they need to pick up the phone and call you to book an appointment. Well, if they have, if you have a self-serve appointment booking 
um, scheduling tool on your website. You can also mirror that in a Facebook Messenger chatbot. You can set up scheduling. You can set up all sorts of all sorts of things that require at the current moment require a person to answer a phone or a person to have that back and forth communication. Or when it comes to pre-qualifying. So in, in my case, I do a lot of Facebook advertising. I'm working on a, a bot matrix right now where I'll be able to pre-qualify people to see if you have the, the level of ad spend that makes the most sense for me to do an account audit for you. And you know what level, what your level of comfort is with the advertising system. If you use ads manager, if you're boosting posts, if you're anyway, so I, I, I could use that tool as a bot to just ask some very conversational questions to get a sense of what their skill level is. And then depending on where their skill level falls, I can serve them one type of content or a different type of content, or just say, perfect, you're a great fit. Here's the booking form. Let's have a conversation. Awesome. So I love how you talked about using it like for scheduling tools. So this could be really powerful. Like when you're coming to like, like dentists sending out like appointment reminders or, Hey, you know, you're due for your biannual cleaning that's covered by your dental insurance, like get your butt in here, let's schedule a time or anything that's like on the regular that you have to do that you have to schedule out. It's almost like how you get a lot of doctors. I think it's usually in, um, I kind of feel like this is a technology usually in like bigger cities, but like how you get text message reminders about like upcoming appointments and things like that. So you talked a lot about like automation of things like for FAQs and for scheduling, like things that required, like you said, a person. What about broadcasts? Why don't you, can you explain to us like how, how you, what a broadcast is, I guess, with the bot and like, sure. What, why you want to, like, why would I want to use that? So a broadcast message, uh, say for example, you had, again, we'll use a brick and mortar store as an example. Say you have a weekend sale coming up and it's time sensitive and you want to let your subscribers know here is a special offer that we have on the go you'd be able to send out a broadcast message a broadcast message is, is basically like your traditional email marketing where you structure the message and you pick the people on your list that you want to send it to so you can have the segmented list you can bucket people in whatever way you choose for that makes the most sense for your business you don't have to blast a message out to everybody on your list you can pick and choose set your message up and you just Bing, you send it out and it just shows up in the Facebook messenger inbox of the people that you've selected. So that's what a broadcast message is. But the magic of messenger chatbots is that you don't just have to rely on that traditional, you know, fill up somebody's inbox type of messaging. You can put these chatbots, these conversations, you can put them out in so many different ways. You can have them attached to your Facebook ads, for example, you can have them attached to your website. So rather than having, you know, the, the little chat window and having to pay for an external chat tool that you have to go and, you know, switch on to say, yes, I'm available and have somebody willing to respond to the chats on your website. You can do the same, same concept with your messenger chatbot and having that live on your website. But what you're doing is you're actually collecting subscribers at the same time. And you're holding the, that conversation in Facebook messenger where a lot of people are already familiar. They have a higher level of trust that there's actually going to be a person responding or not necessarily a person responding when you're using a chatbot. A lot of that is automated, but you can get a hold of a real person at any point in time if you need to with your messenger chatbots. So there's, it's just a lot more flexibility on how you can, what we call growth tools or how you can grow your subscriber base, how you can reach people and the different areas where you can use these chatbots. It's not just on Facebook. You can have, well, the conversations on Facebook, but it doesn't all have to live contained in Facebook. You can have links where you set up a dedicated link that people can click on and it'll just launch them right into your chatbot into a specific 
They're called flows, but for the purpose of making it more simple, we call them conversations. So you can have multiple different conversations. You can build out multiple different types of conversations. So you can have conversations with people talking specifically about that upcoming sale that you have for this coming weekend. You can also have a a conversation about we have a guest coming in and, you know, a book signing, uh, you, you know, schedule when you'd like to come in. There's all sorts of different conversations that you could have with your bot specifically and lots of places that you can house this or push it out into the world to get people to interact, to come back into your bot and start those conversations. So that's where it kind of levels up from the idea of email marketing and and collecting your subscribers to your email list. This basically takes it to a whole new level where, where it comes to growing your subscribers in, in meeting, meeting those people and bringing them into your world where they're already naturally existing and playing and using the internet. Well, like even what you said, it's like, it's a conversation when, whenever you're doing email marketing, it's very kind of like one side, like even the emails come from like info ad or whatever. And it's just kind of like, Oh, I'm going to read through this. Maybe I'll take action if it's something that I want to do. And then it's like, buy now or read more or watch this versus like with that chat bot, it's literally like you can give options for things like, yes, I'm interested. Or you can ask questions and people are responding to them, which can lead them down different funnels of what you're talking about. Or if you want, like I've used them in my own business for like sharing when I have new videos coming out and new podcasts coming out because the current goal in my marketing strategy is viewership and listening. So you guys have probably all got a bot from me at this point when this podcast came out saying, Hey, go listen to my podcast about the bot. But it's just one of those things. It's like a great, it seems like you're a part of it. It's not just like being talked at. And one of the other uses, one of the other ideas that that I've fallen in love with is for real estate. And what I've been doing is testing a lot of bots in real estate for coming soon properties and using it as sort of a way to deliver more behind the scenes content. And again, keeping it in that conversational way. So rather than just hitting, blasting out an email where it's that one-sided conversation where it's, you know, half the time it's hitting your spam filter anyway. And then even when it does get delivered, only a small percentage of people are actually opening that message. And then when you want to click on that message to, to get the content that the, the email is talking about, it's taking you out of that email inbox and it's sending you to a website or it's sending you somewhere else. Well, testing the coming soon properties, giving that behind the scenes gated content that isn't released out into the world yet, giving people that exclusive access, but allowing them to interact with it right within Facebook Messenger without having to leave that platform. They can do it right from their cell phone, right from their desktop, wherever they're using it. And for them to be able to browse through that content in the way that they want to. So they don't have to they don't have to look at an entire listing. They can say, "Oh yeah, I just want to look at the photos." Or, "Hey, I just want the high-level stats. I want to know the square footage. I want to know um, the annual taxes. I want to know how much waterfront does it have." Or skip straight to the contact information to say, "Okay, notify me when this property does actually hit the market." So it's another way to release smaller snippets of information that doesn't have to be as, as full-blown as, you know, a really robust email. It doesn't have to be sending them to a website that has slower load times or uh, is in an unfamiliar format where people are trying to navigate your site if your site is having challenges or if your site is just set up differently than what people are used to. Uh, people are apt to, when they click on a link and they're waiting for something to load, they're more likely to abandon ship and go back to what they were originally doing. So this is, it's a way to grab people's attention 
and to deliver value in a way that they get to choose their own adventure and they get to choose. You make the information available and you make it fun and interactive and they get to interact with you and choose how they want to consume that content and consume that information and ask for more information. So it really does, it really does benefit your business in opening up that two-way channel of communication for conversation rather than just advertising at people. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they're stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility, no matter what military life demands of them. With packages including daily content, custom graphics, targeted Facebook advertising, Instagram marketing, and more. All-in-One Social Media's marketing packages will help you focus on growing your business while they handle your social media. You'll also get unlimited email support as well as feedback on social media marketing ideas that you can implement yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now, back to the show. So how would you advise people to add a chatbot? Like the first step, like if you're going to do chatbots, like here's the easiest way to get started. How would you encourage them to add it into their existing content strategy for their marketing? Because we talk about a lot of different things and hopefully people are picking and choosing which ones are the best part for them. So how can they add a bot in to what they're already doing right now, no matter what it may be? Sure. The easiest way that I would say is take take that step back and say, what is it about your business? What, wh- why do people come to you in the first place? What do they need from you or what do they want from you? What service are you providing? What value are you giving? So take that step back and say, when people come to me, here are the top three questions that they are asking me. So if you're a brick and mortar business, it could be as simple as, you know, I want to know what hours you're open because I want to come in and get milk. It could be, it could be more complex than that. If you offer a particular tailored service, you as a, as a business owner, um, or as somebody who works very intimately in your business, you know why people are coming to you. So don't make a bot very complicated. Just start with answering the basic questions, answering the most frequently asked questions. And it it doesn't have to be in the form of an FAQ. You can have your bot set up when you first turn on the lights on it. My recommendation is just set up your main menu. There's a main menu option. Get in there, set up your main menu with those top three questions or those top three reasons that people are coming to you provide a solution for them. So sometimes people don't even know what solutions they're looking for. It's your job to make it easy for them when they, when they interact with you or interact with your content to be able to, to immediately see, Oh yeah, I didn't know that I needed that. Yes. I do need to know that. Or yes, I am interested in that. Oh, it's so easy to access that information. So look at your business, look at the, the top three reasons why people do business with you and make that information as easily accessible within your menu structure as possible. Awesome. So what do you think is the worst thing someone can do with their bot in their marketing? Treat it like an email system. Do not use your messenger marketing chat bot like it's an email broadcast system. Do not do that. Like just, just stop. Just don't do it. Don't so, do it. <laughs> so, what do you, so what do you mean by that specifically? Like, cause like, I know like email marketing and like, there's a lot of different ways that you do it. Like weekly newsletters or like sales that are coming up or events are coming up or like multi-tier, like there's all these different parts to it, like doing it every day or whatever it may be. So why don't you be a little bit more specific about like 
what are the bad things people do with email yeah. marketing strategies that they should not be doing with their bots. And so with your, with your bot, it should be very small snippets, bite-sized information, very visually compelling. It shouldn't just be giant blocks of text that are getting blasted out to people. And you shouldn't be sending out multiple blocks of text all at once in the sense that you, if somebody clicks on a way to engage with your bot, whether they clicked on your bot link or whether they started a conversation with you in Facebook Messenger and it launches a bot sequence, that first interaction that they have shouldn't be you sending, you know, 13 different messages because it's it's all automated. So your phone, the, the user's phone will just keep lighting up and they can't stop it. They can't, it, it can be overwhelming and people might want to take that step back and say, oh, I didn't want this or this is uncomfortable and I don't like, like I can't, if it's not a two-way conversation and they're just getting blasted with messages, it's uncomfortable. And if they if they don't engage with you, by engage, I mean if they don't comment back, if they're not clicking on any of your buttons, if they're not consuming any of that content, and then you continue to hit them with messages the next day or the next week or the next three weeks, that's very poor form in, in the messenger marketing bot world. You want to be able to engage with people who want to engage back with you. And you want to provide lots of opportunity for people to opt out or lots of opportunity for people to understand why they're receiving that message and give them choice to discontinue receiving that message or make sure that your content is set up in a way that you're not just blasting out one type of content to all people. Give them choice. Let certain people receive your blog if they want your blog. Let people receive your your Facebook live broadcasts if they want that. But don't just lump everybody into one giant subscriber list and continually spam them with with tons of messages that don't make sense to them or are not that people aren't consuming and, and engaging with. It, and that's where it's so different than email because email marketing, yeah, you do have to keep sending out weekly or frequent um, consistent messages and whether people open them or not, whether they click on a link in an email or not, you're still continuing to send to them all the time because eventually it's just being at the right, you know, at the right place and at the right time when the need presents itself, then they will open that email and you do make sales out of that. Messenger marketing chatbots are very different. You cannot treat them in the same way. It's, it really is. It's permission-based marketing. You need to continually have their permission to send them messages. And if, if you keep, just because the technology allows you to send out messages as often as you want, and just because the technology allows you to send it to everybody on your list doesn't mean you should. So you need to market more responsibly when it comes to using messenger chatbots because you can you can as quickly as you can gain new subscribers, you can lose them just as fast. It's very fickle. So would you say that like that whole mantra of like almost like either be on my list ready to buy or get off? Because you had said something that kind of I think freaks a lot of people out in marketing. And I know it has for me in the past until I had like this mind shift, which is I don't want people to unsubscribe from me. And that applies to like their bots and that applies to email marketing and all the other things because, and I, you know, the mentality that I think that people should have is like, I only want people who are on my list are going to buy. So either be okay receiving messages from me so that you can buy from me or you should unsubscribe. And so do you think that with the bot marketing, it should be a very similar mentality? Because you said, give people the opportunity to get out every chance that you can, but hopefully what you're giving them is so much value. That's not even an option for them. I think, I think with messenger uh, marketing chatbots, it's, 
not as black and white as a as an email list where it's subscribe or unsubscribe. I mean, you do have options with email marketing where you can break it down to say, oh, are you sure you want to unsubscribe? Do you want to unsubscribe from all or just you know choose what things you want to unsubscribe from, but stay subscribed to the these other things and you know how you've segmented it. Usually an email, if people hit that unsubscribe button, they don't care and they're just going to completely abandon ship and leave. With messenger marketing chatbots, you have a lot more opportunity to segment people on their way in as they're coming in and interacting and engaging. So you don't have to have it as black and white as subscribe and unsubscribe. That does exist in the bot system, but you can you can create and deliver content to different degrees of your audience, whether they're cold audience that don't know you and this is their first interaction to a warm or hot audience that know you very well, they've been following your content, consuming your content, and they're ready to purchase, um, they're ready to buy, or they're ready to come into your store or ready to book that appointment. So you can, you can segment everything and treat these audiences very differently. And I would suggest using that opportunity with your marketing to plan your marketing a little bit better rather than, again, I keep using email uh, because when it comes to when it comes to new businesses, they look at these opportunities as ways to grow touch points with customers and grow that subscriber base. You you don't have to create just one type of content, blast it out, and hope for the best. You can create content or send out content to those cold people that don't know you, and keep it very low key, very gentle, but giving them opportunity to click and engage, so that they can move themselves along that comfort scale and get more familiar with your business. And then the people that are sort of in the middle, you can deliver additional content that is that provides even more value. And then you've got your hot, your, your warm, your hot audiences that you know that you can send out whatever you need to send out and they're going to consume that and you're going to make sales out of it. So you might have different frequencies of touch points with these people and you might have very different messaging that goes in to all of these groups of people. But Putting in that extra bit of planning and not just treating everybody like a herd of sheep and just continually sending out broadcast messages, do yourself the favor and put the put the time into treating your audiences a little bit different. And that's where by giving people the opportunity to opt out, again, you can have that unsubscribe, like a flat out unsubscribe, or you can give them options to say, do you still want to receive my weekly blog or would you prefer to just receive my once a month roundup update? So you can you can lead them into those into those decisions rather than wait to the point where you've annoyed them where they're just going to say I'm out. No, I love that. It's almost like yeah, you don't want to annoy them. That's for sure. So hope I like how you can segment and give options and people can choose the information of yours that they want to consume and hopefully lead down to those sales funnels or those actionable steps because a lot of us with board business is not always about sales. It's about being informed and taking those next steps for things for sure. I was going to ask you what the best thing someone can do for their bot, but I feel like you've given us so many like great, like ideas and things that like, it's kind of like already been answered. (laughs) I do have another suggestion for your bot. Do it. Yeah. What is it? (laughs) Keep it fun. Give it a personality. So don't treat your bot as though you are a real person on the other end, answering those questions that can become very uncomfortable as the end user trying to interact, thinking you're talking to a real person, then realizing you're not, that can turn people off so quickly and don't keep it very static and boring. I mean, have some fun. So for example, my bot, I call it my BF, my bot friend. (laughs) <laughs> so I give it my, it's kind of like a boyfriend personality, but it's my bot friend. And my bot friend is very, very helpful to give you all the information you need. But my bot friend will also let you know that 
Amanda is right around the corner. I can just go tap her on the shoulder and bring her into this conversation anytime you need. Do you need me to go get Amanda? So you can have some fun with that bot personality. Um, another suggestion is once you give your bot a personality, allow it to be your brand voice, allow it to represent you and have some fun with it. That's where contests or uh, games come in really handy. You can put in all sorts of images and, and gifts. Again, it's like a choose your own adventure. So you can deliver a little surprise and delights with your bot. It doesn't have to be all very serious business and all marketing related. You can have fun with it. The more fun you have with it, the more people will continue to engage with your bot and the more that they're going to learn to expect um, a really positive experience from your bot and the more they'll keep opening those messages and keep engaging. So have fun with it. That's give it a personality, have fun with it. That's where the real magic happens. I tend to put a lot of gifts in my bots. I apologize <laughs> guys, but like if you follow me on social media for any extension of time, like basically one out of two comments or messages I post up is usually me being sassy with the bot. So I can agree with this. Have fun. And I love the idea of giving my bot a name. I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> so looks like a, looks like a poll question for Facebook. I was just going to say, you could put something together and have people <laughs> vote on it or have people submit their suggestions. Right. That'd be perfect. Okay. So I feel like we have a, like a really good handling what a bot is and how we should be using it for marketing guys. And I'm really going to encourage you to go check Amanda out because she is just sugar spice and everything Canada nice. And so. <laughs> definitely find her and you can talk to her BF for probably more questions and go through her funnel to figure out if like working with her is going to be a good option for you. I always like to end out our podcast with this question and is what is your favorite quote for our listeners to inspire them to go out and make marketing greatness? I don't have a quote. I'm not really a quote person, but what I will leave you with is this attention span is today's currency. So respect that and earn it through engagement. There you go. Beautiful. Way to go. Okay. And then, of course, one last thing. Sorry, I'm teasing <laughs> you guys a bit. How can we follow you on social media, Amanda? Great. So you can find me at socialsavvysociety.com on Facebook, uh, Social Savvy Society. That's with two Vs. Um, and you can find me across Twitter and Instagram at SheWakeBoards. Awesome. All right, guys. I hope that you found a lot of value in this episode. If you did, make sure to leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you are getting to listen to this on. And like we always say in military life is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast was presented by All-in-One Social Media.